We're going to talk to Clint Sparks, I hope. If he's not here, you know, whatever. But <laughs> what I want anything from him. Nah, then, you know, it is what it is. All right. Every so, week we'll have him as a guest. Yeah. You know what? He will be our, uh, our, uh, Matthew, uh, whatever with, uh, you know, whatever his name is. Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel has that guy. Um, familiar, but right. I get it. I get the concept. I feel like I came up with it. He myself. goes, uh, he always says, uh, who's the other guy from, uh, there's Ben Affleck and the other guy, the, the writing partners. Matt Damon. So at the end of every show, at the ever, end of every Jimmy Kimmel show, he goes, I'm sorry we didn't have time for Matt Damon. Um, <laughs> Matt Damon couldn't be here. So uh, thank you, honey. Thank you for that. I'm going to I'm gonna text this meatball one more time uh, and see if he's going to jump on the show. Use just for men today. Jesus Christmas. <laughs> It's un, it's unfucking believable. You're unfucking believable. Like seriously, like I, I will show you text upon text, email upon email. I, is it really? Are you that fucking busy that you have to embarrass me in front of my thousand? I mean, nineteen people that are watching right now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I mean the guy. I said he was legendary before. I really blew him up. Now he's just died because he's fucking up my show, Clinton Sports. He's, he's mediocre. <laughs> Clint, man, congr- first of all, congratulations. Thank I you. need you to explain to my people who don't understand what a Series A round is. Uh, you just raised $40 million in a Series A for your eSports um, phase clan. Can you explain what a Series A is? Yes, the Series A is uh, the first round after a seed round uh, of raising money to fund your company. So, so if I asked you for like $10 million, you couldn't give it to me because you don't have $40 million. It's part of the growth of your company. Right. Okay. So I get what you're asking. So yeah. What does that mean? And what do we use it for? Yeah. It's not like some people think that you just got $40 million just sitting there uh, and you're rich and you can go buy Lambos now. Right. Uh, That's it's operating funds. Um, And then some of it is debt. You know what I mean? And then, so um it's the it's what it's what covers your burn it what covers salaries what covers, what covers operational costs marketing costs so it's what investors invest their money into a company to help grow the company by being able to fund the necessary things that need to be paid for to enable that company to grow so in simple forms um for somebody watching that uh can understand the music industry it would be if you were a rapper and you had a dope ass album and no one, you weren't, you weren't cracking. And I had some money and I came to you and said, I'm going to invest uh, in your album and what that money is going to. It's not to just give you as a rapper to have that money to go spend it and spend at a strip club. It's you to now go pay for marketing and, and advertising and promotions and playlisting. And, you know, maybe we get you on a, a, as an opening act on a tour or whatever that that's what that money is used for. It's used to fund the business to help grow what uh what you're all about you've you've had a i mean look i've known you for a long time and and i think the one thing i can honestly say about you is you've been uh tremendously forthright and you have had a lot of vision um you were one of the first djs that i remember to brand not only a slant saying uh get familiar but stand behind your brand in terms of the quality of music that you supported um, and there was a balance there. You were one of the first people to brand your own name. 
as an MC uh, and as a DJ. I'm sorry. You were one of the first people to connect yourself to other artists and brand them and build them like you did with G unit. Um, I've been very fortunate to be, you know, close to you for a long time um, and, and watch your career grow um, from Damani and what happened with that artist to, you know, watching you and, and progressing here. What would you say is, has been some of your greatest growth as an entrepreneur? And how has that kind of followed suit with what you've learned as, as a DJ? Well, first of all, I want to say it's really um, flattering and exciting to hear you recognize the fact that you noticed and acknowledged me as being one of the first DJs to brand myself and have, you know, get familiar as a handle with my name. Um, I don't think many people know that. And for sure, a lot of people wouldn't um, define me as that. So I appreciate that. Um, but because I've been doing that since day one, then it's, it's easy to see that I've understood uh, the importance of marketing and doing good business and relationships and sustainability and scalability and psychology and all these things that go into play to grow as a business. So um, there really hasn't been any significant like moments that have happened that have changed the way that I thought or made me realize um, what I should be doing better than what I was doing already. Um, the only thing I would say that I've constantly learned and still to this day learn um, is people and how to deal with people and different personalities and how to uh, resolve issues and problems. One of my favorite, um, what I equate you with and, and um, it's, it's, it's a little emotional for me, but it's, it's definitely something I equate you with. One of the first records you released on Interscope was a black and white video of you walking through your hometown in Boston and getting ready for a boxing match. And you were walking, you were getting ready, you were training, you were wrapping your fists. And then you walk into this, obviously, this fight club situation. It's money being handled. Um, you walk in, you don't see who you're fighting against. There's a pivot, and then you walk out and you get the money. It's like whoever it was that got knocked the fuck out and you left. To me, that's so succinct to who you are as a businessman, as a father as a DJ, as a husband, um, you don't, you don't necessarily have to point out who you're knocking out. You don't necessarily have to show who is on the other side of that punch. You just let everybody know that you knocked them the fuck out either with your growth in your company and what you've done with face clan, which we'll get into your growth as a producer, your growth as a manager, your growth as a DJ, I've always seen that video, for lack of a better word, in black and white as a great representation of who you are. Um, so, wow. So it's, it's more of a more of a analysis for me. Do you find yourself having to prove yourself by just doing? Or do you feel like you have to increase your visibility by reminding people of what you've done. Um, you know what I'm saying? Cause like, again, cause maybe I'm just too close to it. That video really, to me really solidifies who you are. Like not as only as a man, but as a businessman, like 
I don't have to know who you're, I don't have to know who you raised money with. I don't have to know who the investors are. I don't have to know who, you know, I just know that whatever's getting done is getting done. Does that make sense? A hundred percent. And first of all, that's an amazing assessment uh, of the video because it really, it's funny, uh, two things you just said back to back because you pointed out things that I've consciously purposely did and no one ever really acknowledges or celebrates. Um, look, I consider myself one of the most underrated, uncelebrated, unappreciated, most impacting, influential, and original, innovating uh, DJs and figures in our generation of music, uh, you know, hip-hop. Uh, whether it's, you know, breaking artists, whether it's innovating, whether it's showing people that you can do things bigger than what we were used to doing, whether it's launching the first biggest mixtape site in the world, evictionit.com, we made $5 million the first year we opened as a startup. Like, who does that? You know what I mean? Like, me giving Q the idea to even start world star hip-hop. Me, like, introducing EDM and, and hip-hop together and merging those worlds together. Me bringing hip-hop to Hollywood by being on E! News at a time that they never talked about nothing except Paris Hilton and Britney Spears. And then I go, like, yeah, I'm going to talk about Pharrell and Little John and, and Pusha and Talib Kweli. And, like, that stuff never happened until me. And then bringing it all to Vegas where they before, they were like, we don't want fucking hip hop in Vegas. Like I forced it in there by being on E and then starting an E party in Vegas and then bringing all the rappers and mixing Hollywood with hip hop. So like, I've always been somebody that's, um, I can forecast, uh, trends and I understand cultures so much so that when something happens, I already know, Oh shit, this is going to happen three steps later. Um, and it's kind of been my gift and curse. The gift is the ability to do that and be able to act on it. The curse is, most of my life has been spent on trying to make other people understand what I see. Right. And I'm like, no, no, this is why trust me. It's because it's nah, 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 that's not it. Literally when I say this, I'm not saying this to be pompous at all. Factually, every fucking thing that I bring up, whether it's to a CEO of a company, whether it's to a rapper, whoever it is, always comes back to me a year, two years later. Like, man, I should have did what you said always never fails and i always tell them that too i say you know at some point you're going to realize this day that we had this conversation and you're going to say what i just said and things even been happening with esports you know which is the next biggest thing i've been a part of uh, which is a multi-billion dollar industry and again it's just me seeing and understanding industries and sectors and understanding different languages and what people don't understand about each other and me understanding how to make them understand what they don't understand about each other and then how they can understandably do something dope together right so like with esports it's the same thing i got into i didn't know what esports was two years ago you know what i mean like, i got into the job and, and as soon as i walked in so your question might be like well how did you get involved in my uh buddy greg selko who was the founder and president of karma loop which I, I was doing marketing for karma loop back in the day which is the world's biggest uh streetwear uh website um so when he but that opportunity, he called me, he goes, yo, come to the office right now in Hollywood. I went straight there. I was like, what's happening? He's like, yeah, I just I just got involved with this new company called FaceClan. It's esports. It's crazy, blah, blah, blah. I knew nothing about it. And then uh, I quickly learned and understood what it was, and the mentality behind it, the culture that went with it. And I realized, man, 
you know, gaming and hip hop have been basically dating forever. They just never committed, right? So it's like you go to a barbershop, there's a gaming system. You go to a studio, there's a gaming system. Def Jam Vendetta, you know, Coco Brothers, Samplin's Mario, Super Mario Brothers. Like, there's just so much intertwining of it, but they just never said, hey, let's fuck with each other. You know what I'm saying? So when I, I got down with esports, I was like, yo, I'm going to bring this culture and merge this culture with it. So from day one, started reaching out to everybody, from Swiss Peace to Fat Joe to French Montana to Puff to everybody. Nobody understood. Mark Wahlberg, everyone, like, they didn't get it. Um, so it was like a whole year of me just knocking on doors, like, trust me, this is the next wave. And now everyone's starting to realize it. And I got everybody from Sway Lee to Pitbull to Offset to Yo Gotti DJ Paul, Troy Carter, Ray J. Like I brought all these guys in as investors into esports, and you know, there's nobody that's brought in that much hip hop into esports like me. So again, I'm leading the charge in something that's changing, shaping, and shifting culture. But much like some of the things you just pointed out, like I'll probably never get credit for. No, you just did, but you just did, and and as long as you continue, look. At the end of the day, is as long as you continue to. Take care of yourself and take care of your family and um, continue to eat uh, Captain well, the reason Crunch I, the reason in my I, ear the reason I said because your shit is bl- breaking up crazy. Um, yeah, go ahead, Clint. The reason I said all that too, back to your original question, you're breaking up. You're, you're breaking up. I'm not breaking him up. That's breaking yeah, up. I'm not breaking up. You're breaking up. See, he likes to blame other people for shit. It's not me. It's you. You're on your phone. You're fucking on my show. And you're on some bullshit. He's on fuck, yeah, he's on. Yeah, he's on some bullshit. He's got face plan. He's got forty million dollars. He can't get a fucking decent line. Yo, you know what, bro? I love you to death, but you're fucking on my show. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna call you later. Fucking Clinton, man. His audio is all fucked up. Thank you, Leola. Yes, I know his shit is all fucked up. See, I would love to talk to him. You know what I'm saying? Yo, it's crazy. Let's get rid of him. Okay. Oh, Thank you, Albert. Out. He dropped yeah. out on his own. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. God, what a fucking asshole. I love him and he and yo and he's right like people there's certain people you need to recognize that are in front of the culture he is one of them he has been in front of the culture um and he is one of the people even early on in my career that I said to Chantel like this is a dude that I need to stay close to because he sees the culture the way I do you know for example you know Mark Echo we did getting up you know we did getting up which was one of the first video games to integrate, you know, um, hip hop and graffiti. We did Madden. We designed Madden 99 with the echo, you know, private team on there. So I understand exactly what he's talking about. Your shit is all crackly B. You just fucking my shit up. It's all crackly. I love you. I'll talk to you later. Just hang up. Just goodbye. Thank you. But he's absolutely right. Like this whole, um, idea of, Hip-hop, video games, courting, but now being committed is is an amazing thing. And salute him. Shout-out to Greg Selko. Shout-out to Rudyard Partners. I know all those dudes. They're good people. And uh, I wish them nothing but the best. Thank you guys for uh, being part of this show. Thank you to Hurricane, man. He was amazing. Um, thank you to Clinton. I, I really do appreciate you making the effort. I know you're busy, and I know you're there with your family pumice thank you brother thank you i want to leave you again with with this uh please remember 
like my wife says throughout your day to say what you mean and mean what you say. If someone turns to you and says, have a good day, please turn around and say, no, you have a better one because what you wish for me, I want twice for you. And uh, always have an agenda in this life because someone will give you one and it might not be nice. So keep to your plan. All right. I love y'all. Manana. I'll see y'all next week. One.